0: Know Thyself is dedicated to the exploration of the most rewarding task an individual can ever embark on, the journey to find oneself. Our intention is to investigate the universal principles that have equipped our species to seek the treasure of all treasures, self-knowledge. With your host, Daniel Pawinski and Eduardo Manteca, this is the Know Thyself Podcast. Cool. Well, welcome to the Know They Self Podcast. I'm here with Daniel. Hello. I'm Eduardo. And uh, here we go. Continuation of the seven days of creation. And last week, we had spoken about some things we would be bringing up along the way um, that we probably didn't cover or didn't have time to cover. And one of those things was regards to numbers. And I'm very excited to talk about it because, um, I've seen different things in regards to the numerology or the significance or the origin or whatever it might be with the pattern and the numbers in the Bible. But today I really want to kind of nail that down. I want to talk to you more about it and, uh, I'll probably have a lot of questions as we
1: go, but, um, as usual, man, take it away. Cool. My man. Great intro. I love that. Um, So yeah, this is, if anything, we've been very, um, it hasn't been very, you know, direct with some of the information because we've been talking about, especially like going through Genesis, we've been really working through that process of using our imagination to actually understand, you know, this galactic event that took eons, not only externally, but also internally and how it's still developing inside of us and how the energies of creation are still playing their parts in our own internal creations and our right. external creations right so there's a lot of it's kind of a heavy subject um of course with the you know the creation of consciousness you would you would almost you'd want it to be a heavy subject because it's the most important thing in the world and so what we're going to kind of do today is almost just make almost like a cheat sheet is mm-hmm. really what we're doing today of numbers in the bible okay because numerology is a fantastic subject i really would um, recommend any of the esoteric occult student to look into the science of numerology. And there's its own personal application that you can have for yourself, kind of like you can do astrology personally for yourself. Right. But also you kind of get into this realm of like astronumerology. And that's kind of what we're going to be looking at today. And we're going to be kind of doing more of a, like a cheat sheet for it. So it's going to be almost like simple keywords that will help you more understand the essences of this number when they present themselves in the Bible. Okay, so that's what we're looking at doing. So again, we're just talking about essences. So essences are just that desire energy that is kind of carried with the significance of this number in this story or this Bible. So its emanation and its manifestation can be multiple different things, but this number that it's representing is going to be important. and It's going to kind of align to something. So that's going to happen with direct numbers and also any other number, like say it's like this person lived for 480 years. Mm -hmm. So what you're going to want to do there is you're going to want to take that four and that eight and that zero, and you're going to add those digits together. So Mm -hmm. four plus eight plus zero equals 12. So not only do you have 12 in this place. You can also take it a step further and go one plus two and three. And you're going to see why three and 12 are actually kind of connected. But anytime you see numbers in the Bible, you kind of want to break them down all the way. And it's going to be really important to what they're actually trying to signify in these stories. And there's a lot to be said in those numbers if we're actually paying attention to them. So um, yeah, so today we're kind of just going to kind of make a sheet sheet. So again, the Bible... So important for understanding the, especially when we're talking about the Old Testament, the Hebrew, yeah. um, its connection to ancient, ancient mythology, we're going to really start to see the zodiac make an appearance today, um, numbers like we spoke about, and then also the chakra system, the kundalini, which is such an important aspect of our spiritual development and our growth, will also kind of make its genesis story today in our discussion. Awesome. And kind of yeah. introduce that, so pretty pretty exciting stuff so what do you think do we just jump into the numbers yeah yeah i know and first of all
0: yes let's jump into the numbers my question before we jump into the numbers was simply about the essence i like that you say the essence like just to clarify between you and i do you mean the essence as in like the significance behind not the significance i don't want to use that word but what we already say know instinctually about the number seven like most people can say the number seven is such a lucky number but it has this essence to it where no one denies it or three Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. three is another one that i think you know especially like 33 and so i don't want to get too ahead of myself i'm saying is that what you mean it's like the the
1: what makes it alive about it where it's like oh there's an energy that's kind of coming off there you go that's it that you just said alive it's living so that's it it's a living thing so Again, there's so many different living things that have the same essence, but as they go through development, you know, they manifest into something a little different. So, that's what we're going to kind of see And then numbers. Not only are we infinite from positive to negative integers, it's also so almost infinite in the expression of these emanations and how they make themselves apparent. Um, And they're so in front, like in our face in the physical world, and we just look right past it like awesome so many other things of consciousness right yeah i know so that's that's...
0: literally the answer i was hoping you'd give so nailed it my guy yeah i (laughs) know
1: um cool man well without further ado continue on man well perfect well you know we've done an exercise kind of like this in the past so we're gonna kind of we can probably kind of make our way um almost through this quick and just kind of really kind of highlight where the bible is going to kind of come in here but the one thing we want to look at just to kind of get started off is the number one is always going to be the representation of God. And this is very interesting because when we talk about God in the Bible, you, and we've been talking about this through this whole Genesis program, you're talking about yourself, right? So this one, though, is is different than the numbers that are going to follow because this oneness is very much that emanation almost that we came from. So it's like that first emanation. Mm-hmm. So just like when we were talking about the Genesis story, that first emanation of creation, which was that motherly mist that was over the waters, right? It was in this like perfect peace and bliss and all of creation was enclosed within this mist. And then it was that arrival of Saturn that kind of shook everything up. And then the 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 war of the Titans kind of began, right? right. And so this one like the first emanation of creation is that oneness that we have with consciousness. So there's no separation when we think about the number one. So this is, this is almost like the most complete number. It's actually not the most loneliness number. Like when they sing one is the loneliest number, this is actually the most complete number because you're one with creation. So to the one in the spiritual life really needs to be seen as almost like no attachments to the physical world in regards to any kind of like physical want, material want, because you're like one with creation. You're back in that source energy. Does that make sense? Would
0: that be like the crown chakra? Uh,
1: yeah, and we're going to get to
0: the chakra. Yeah, I know we the am saying like, is that what you mean in terms of the oneness? Like,
1: yes, and like almost how? Good question. Okay, this is perfect. I, I'm glad you actually brought this up right now because the crown chakra, um, the crown chakra. Is such a unique one because you can only tap into the crown chakra when the other six are balanced, right? And that we're gonna kind of learn about this why that day of rest is there. Sorry if I got Uh, that. No, no, it's good because (laughs) it's all the same conversation. Right. But this crown chakra is gonna kind of work with that oneness because there's no activity that really you do when you turn that crown chakra on other than just download and bathe in this universal intelligence right but the only way you're ever going to get there is if the six chakras that come below it are aligned we're going to kind of talk about that but that's what the day of rest is all about like that's there's actually a, a, a huge spiritual essence about it but when we're talking about god in that regards exactly it this is kind of like that golden key we were talking about when you're so spiritually development or you're just such a good spiritual place that you can actually feel like you can almost get out of the way so God and universal consciousness can actually work through you. So this is just that, this is that balance when you just feel oneness. This is when you're in nature. Mm-hmm. This may be, be when, you know, you, um, you have like a, a falling in love story or feelings of falling in love. This is like the birth of a child. These are those transits, like the ones where you transcend the situation. You, you almost, you leave the physical, right? Um, and you're in oneness, and there's just like this whole nourishing, You know, you're in the net of life. You're in that whole cosmic honeycomb of consciousness and you feel like one with everything. So this is, again, this is what we're always kind of, it's where we left and it's where we're making our way back, right? So we started at one and then we're gonna fall down and we're gonna go and break or, you know, we're gonna separate, separate. And then we get all those pieces together and we collect them back to get back to one. So this is the alpha, the omega, the starting point and the ending point. So, um, So God's gonna kind of, this is going to kind of show that perfection unity with God, which is kind of the uh, the steps that we're, we're kind of taking. So does that, um, for one right now, so when we kind of, and one's going to be a unique number as well in astrological numerology because you're not going to get its expression very often other than like one or 100 or 10, right? Because anytime there's another number there, you're not going to have that opportunity to have one come up again. Right. So it's, it's very unique there and it's, it almost shows just how elusive God is. Right. And then this is going to show why the tens place was so important and what that means and why a 10 was actually the, what they called the sun in Egypt, Mm -hmm. which was a 10, like a T E N, um, basing things off of the tens place. This is, this is a very powerful thing that we're kind of approaching, But um, So one is going to be kind of a unique aspect there. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. So perfect. So if one is this unity with um, God, two, which is not uh, unfamiliar to us because we've had discussions about polarity, but two is going to be the duality. But this is interesting because this duality now is you and God. So it's like... The birth from the mother, the child in the womb is like the one, mm-hmm. right? Because it's just a one organism. This is like the birth and the recognition that you're separate from your mother, right? But there was a connection at one time, and that's kind of what we kind of do with this this fall down into matter. Um, so this this two duality is you and God in the, the struggle of you finding God um, and the struggle of Not really so much the struggle of God finding you, but you seeing the hints that God is trying to send to you. Um, This is the wrestle of life. This is the the light versus the dark. This is the male versus the female internally. Um, So anytime we're going to see the numbers two come up, we're going to see duality either in the external realm or what we know really is an internal realm. It's actually going to be like that internal duality that kind of comes. Um, Now that can be balanced, but there's also it's it can be a prominent thing and we can see where this duality when it's unbalanced, what the ramifications are in the individual's life and its societies. Right. Right. So that's what two is going to represent. So we have one is going to be the God head. Two is going to be the duality. And we're just kind of making our way back down. Um, And um, kind of looking at those poles of life and really just kind of, again, familiar ourselves with these essences. Now, Two is going to be a really, really important, especially when we get to the, the New Testament and the age of Jesus, because it's all about that age of duality, the age of Pisces. Um, but as we approach three, three is really going to be, um, again, a number that we've looked into, but three is really going to represent new life. And we're going to see the Trinity, the trini- uh, the Trivium make its appearance, but this really represents that resurrection, right? Right. Um, and anytime there's going to be, you know, the three is going to always make itself apparent when we are seeing some sort of like resurrection. Whether well, it was the resurrection of Jesus, I want to say Jonah spends three days in the whale. I could be I could be wrong on that, but um, we're going to see that as well. So, three is always going to kind of represent this new life in this aspect of the Trinity and the Father and Mother and the action so the holy sun, and we're going to kind of start to see the aspect of manifestation so three is always going to kind of represent the ability to think feel and act which we kind of talked about with like the wizard of oz so um so one two three right off the bat do you have um you know because i'm just like chatting over here do you have any comments or questions for three two and one at this point
0: no, I like just to keep flow.
1: powering through.
0: Yep. No, I think anything that I might ask in regards to the numbers will just take away from the fact that you're already presenting them because I'll just reiterate what you're saying. Cool. Okay. You know, Perfect. or I'll, I'll if I have a question that sort of like goes away from or that arises because i'm like oh i did i wasn't familiar with that i'll probably ask you a question but i think like you're flowing just fine so
1: well and it's too this is a lot of this stuff is kind of review for us you know know. yeah
0: so don't don't even slow down man i think that you're doing wonderful
1: perfect perfect so um so again so yeah and again what what we're really going to kind of look at is like the combination of these numbers at the end so Mm -hmm. we're just again just kind of getting a a whisper of what these mean but again remember this is more in representation to the old testament to the bible um, so four is going to be the fourfold nature of man so that's going to be the physical mental emotional and the spiritual this is also going to represent the four elements and this is going to be this is going to be really important because when we think about the four elements this is really going to be when we start to see how you actually make perfection how you actually actually make creation how you utilize this aspect of this human experience right. to transcend it and approach something spiritual, It's going to be by utilizing these numbers. So the fourfold nature of man, the physical, mental, emotional, and the spiritual, is only going to be able to create that new spiritual life when it is attached with the Trinity, which is three. Mm -hmm. So this is why four plus three equals seven. So that's why we're going to make our way to seven. So that's all going to be about using the Trinity with the four elements to really almost become a creator within creation. And that's, again, this is why seven days is going to come up. Um, And we can also see four times three is going to bring us to 12. Right. 12 being the zodiac, the the aspect of perfection. And most importantly, 12 falls back to one plus two, so it goes back to three. Right. So everything is going to be cycles. Everything is going to kind of make its way back, and it's going to balance itself out just like a normal math equation. So... These four elements and its combination with this new life or this trinity is that four plus three and that four times three is really going to be a golden key moving forward when you're looking at anything biblical um, and really anything kind of esoterically. So the four elements, of course, the five is going to really represent the five senses, but where we see it going kind to of be represented in the Bible is very much the sacrifice of the five sentences, five senses. So this is going to kind of represent the leap of faith. And a lot of times when we see the number five coming up, it's going to be about that initial sacrifice of the five senses and the attachment to the five senses to maybe, again, to start maybe approaching some sort of spiritual significance in your life. So that's what that sacrifice, we're going to very much see when there's a sacrifice made. A lot of times the number five is going to be um, hidden in there through the numbers Mm. for the aspect of sacrificing maybe the attachments of the five senses for... The hopes of spiritual development and growth. For sure. Right? Yeah. So, um, so perfect. So, we're just kind of making that way, but I think that's important to kind of think about with those five senses. And it really comes down to where we see growth is when an individual in that story, which is your story, makes that adjustment away from that complete attachment to this five sense reality um, and really kind of, you know, stepping abo- above it. And how do you step above it? That's going to be kind of come down to the number six. And it's very interesting because you actually have activity with six chakras. You actually have control of six chakras because that ultimate crown chakra is more of an antenna that gets activated when your six chakras are balanced. Okay, And six is going to be what we call the number of like 666 is like the number of the beast, right? Um, but really what it is, is six just defines space. So this is, this is really important because six is going to be north, south, east, west, and the above and the below. So without the number six, you can't define space. Mm. So without the utilization of your space, you're not going to be able to one, help the manifestation of time, and two, you know, really progress through this whole evolution of consciousness. So this understanding of space is very important. Um, but again, it's coming in this this very direct order, just like alchemy, right? So we started with God. We went to duality. We learned the Trinity. We learned the four elements. We learned to see beyond the five senses. And now we're learning the ideas of defining and really controlling space, the space of consciousness, of creation, right? Um, And again, this is the cube. The cube has six faces, right? So if you look at a cube, there's six faces, and this represents the cube of life. This is Saturn. This is representing the limits, the struggles, everything that Saturn represents, everything that blows that initial first emanation of the mother when we were talking about that creation story, that tries to almost overpower it. That's going to be found in this cube, right? So um, this is again why you see in all major cities giant black cubes in the financial districts. A lot of times they'll be standing on their side, and this right. is an ode to Saturn. Um, and again, the the six faces of the cube, the cube being the most you know durable shape right like the six that's why the pyramids are built off of cubes and then they kind of make their way up to a point um and again that's what the pyramid is trying to show you like you start with the six you start with the foundation you f- start to understand space and then you let that gravitational pull upwards of spirit pull you to your tip that's right. what a pyramid kind of represents right that pyramid foundation and that pull upward because like the it's chakras like the chakras because it's so much easier in this material world to get pulled downwards into sensation right right so again this that all these numbers are working together just like numbers work together when it's like Daniel's got four apples and he gives three apples to Eddie like numbers are working together so it works together in the spiritual aspect because again as above so below if it works with apples it works with angels right so <laughs> Quote that. Um, um, apples and angels. Apples and angels. That Dang would a be, point um, right? My new side, our new side project. We yeah. were being it together. Yeah, I like it's, it. This, we talk about the exact same stuff. <laughs> it's like no different than the Know They sell podcast. Um, so, so, yeah, again, we're going to be six faces of the cube, ultimate structure with the maximum stability. Um, and then we also see carbon, which is that base material that we were mm-hmm you know, that was that base substance that we were using in alchemy to transform everything. Right. And what does carbon have six protons, six neutrons, six electrons, six, six, six. This is the mark of the beast. It's the aspect of getting too attached to this space and believing that this space is everything. Right. And that's all Satanism is for the most part. And like, it's, it's not an insult to Satanists because they really, if they understand Satanism, it that's exactly what it is. Right. Yep. Um, they hold this world as the highest regard. Um, for the most part, yeah, you know. Um, themselves and this world. Right, the and then if regard. you get, like, a little deeper, I think most people who really study Satanism will eventually make their way into Luciferianism. That right. gets a little bit deeper, but some people kind of stay on that, like, Anthony levine just kind of more basic stuff. But, um, but this is what you're kind of, you're almost worshiping carbon at this point. You're worshiping the experience rather than, like, the spiritual evolution. So it's all kind of, again, more attached to sensation. This is why we're seeing a rise in it during a Kali Yuga. This is why, you know, they're using this to kind of divert people's attention during a Kali Yuga because the pull to sensations is easier now than it's been in... Ever. Well, real, I don't know I you know, cause ever, because yeah, we, we don't know, right? We don't know that, right? But it's... The pull downwards is definitely a pull downwards, right? Since, since the biblical times kind of thing, you know? So, um... Again, this is the the building block of life is also the mark of the beast, and that's a meditation that we all have to take into consideration because the building block of life carbon is the mark of the beast, so again, this whole experience is given to you as neutral energy where you impart the outcome. You are the maker of the end so Whether you make the builder of life and this the building block of life into a garden of Eden, or whether you make yourself into the beast of man, it's a neutral. It's going to respond back to the energy that you put into it. So this is why we need to understand the numbers and where we came from, which was God. Because if you stay on that path and you make your way from duality to the trinity to the four elements, the five, beyond the five senses to understanding, to like really gaining ownership and control over these six chakras and changing the patterns in your life. So there is balance. um, So it can actually activate that seventh chakra that we were kind of talking about, but it is, it it just comes down to that free will decision between um, you know, ruin in the stars and we kind of have that decision ourselves to make. So
0: it's like the numbers in the tarot you can kind of add them up into the circumstances that could be within the faith of the, that you're living or the the path you're on right now. Right. right. Um, I find that always interesting. It's like it really comes down to those numbers and mm-hmm. how they're resonating with one another and like what's being used and what's not being used during that like equation, right? In your life. The you equation know? of life.
1: Yeah. 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 And again, I think there's a lot of people who see numbers very well and they don't see the spirituality to it. So they don't, because they don't kind of think more right brain aspect, they don't feel like they could ever be like vibe with kind of like the new age kind of feeling. So they kind of stay away from the spiritual information. But I think Mm -hmm. if people understood about numerology and tarot, like I feel like there'd be a whole class of individuals who are intellectuals who would kind of have a door into this that they don't think they actually have. Right. Because I think most people think like, oh, if I'm going to get into spirituality, I need to start, you know, Wearing necklaces, loose fitting clothing, and just like walking around barefoot. And, like, if that's how you do it, that's awesome. That sounds like a great way to spend your weekend, but like, that's not for everybody. And so, this like aspect of not having this math approach and this math discussion in spirituality now is like, it's there's so much talent out there that can probably decipher these codes so well. Um, and they're stuck programming computers all day. Exactly. You know what I mean? Or Jenkins that's all it is.
0: But Yeah, I, uh, I like that you bring that up because I had a friend, um, his name was um, Christian, but he he lived up in British Columbia. He was from Canada and he, great guy, but he was an astrophysicist major when he was here in Arizona, and he was a climber. And whenever you hung around him, there was this calmness about him, but his assertive and confident attitude came from his complete understanding of numbers. And so his numbers all had probabilities and he didn't live his life by it. He just was more calm than you were. So in, if, in, in situations in like recreationally speaking in rock climbing, people would literally be scratching their heads going like that's a difficult route or feat to accomplish. <clears throat> and when he would go to go do it, he was able to literally use numbers in his mind to add up the counter force that he needed to get from one place to another on, on these climbs effortlessly. And he'd come Mm -hmm. back down and people would literally would crowd around him and go like, what was the secret? And he's like, Oh, he's like, what do you mean physics? And he would just just walk away. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Math. But his, his whole persona was based off of that understanding. Like his whole, um, personality, I should say not his persona, but his personality was based off like this confidence he had within like an understanding of like, the the numbers that at hand in all his like aspects of life. And I always like that about, um, uh, about being around him in that. So I agree with what you're saying that if more people had an understanding of this power or this, not even power, but this like actual outcome that's always working and it's alive, um, you could pretty, pretty much like ride a very spiritual wave if you'd like to and live by that you know, mm-hmm. and, and be okay with that.
1: Um, right. Anyways. Well, again, it's, it's everywhere, you know, it's just depends if you're paying attention to it and looking for it. And that's, again, one of those, that whole exercise that we kind of brought up last week about just remembering who you are and that important aspect, because there is, there's beauty in every situation. And we so often um, again, in the time we're in, but just this, it's a product of this duality that we're going for through and these growing pains, like growing up and learning how immature we are, you know what I mean? And these whole aspects right. of it. So, um, yeah, with the
0: numbers, I like that you bring that up as well, the the way we grow into the numbers, you know right. what I mean? Like what the number seven means when you're in age seven and what happens with your yes. teeth. Yes. And, you know, what happens at 14 and what happens right. and, and you just kind of keep going up like it's everywhere, you know? Right.
1: Well, that's perfect because seven is the next number we were on and you were just bringing it up and it's, you know, it's. I, this was written off as like divine intervention and like almost like not perfection. Cause that's going to be 12, but this is, this is the aspect of becoming a creator. So again, you've taken the four, which is the four elements and the three, which is the Trinity. And you've can kind of made them come together and you have this divine intervention because now man has opened himself up to take in man and women and have opened up themselves up to take in this, deep energy that comes from like the seventh chakra, that crown chakra. And now you've made that connection with source. Mm -hmm. Right. And then again, this is that seventh step of alchemy that we went into. Right. um, Kind of a lot of discussion on. And um, so this divine intervention makes so much sense. While you're seven years old, you start losing your teeth. Divine intervention. It's taking you through a rite of passage when you're 14, you go through puberty, right? So we're going to start to see these divine interventions kind of making themselves present. And just the whole process, that kind of, um, kind of comes with that. And the, the seventh day, especially when we're talking about the seven days of creation, is going to represent this day of rest, um, and it's almost this meditation. And again, talking about the idea that you really have these six chakras that you're balancing and you're working through, but that seventh chakra really just turns online. And we have whispers of this, and we have these short experiences of this turning online. But the seventh day and that seventh day of rest that was so important in the Bible needs is really trying to instill this idea of being able to get yourself completely centered, get yourself completely foundationally created, so you can actually let universal consciousness work through you. And it's that almost that process of getting out of that way, mm-hmm. and how important that was, you know. And even, you know, like the uh, the day of rest has actually been changed on us, and it used to be Friday night until Saturday night, right? And you would kind of go through there. Where now our day of rest is Sunday, which is actually the first day of the week, which is kind of like it's a it's an interesting way to kind of approach it. But that's why, right. again, still traditional Jewish. Um, organizations celebrate the Sabbath on fr- starting on Friday evening right. and going into Saturday. Um, so really, really interesting, but that seven is going to be that divine intervention, and this is going to be the aspect of taking those four elements and creating with them the Trinity, this opportunity to open up this antenna or this transmitter of this universal life force, to, Again, to begin kind of start working through us to continue the spiritual journey, awesome, right? Awesome. So, awesome. so yeah, so that's so seven. Um, <laughs> we'll kind of get into it when we're really breaking down the Bible. But seven's just going to be a really crucial number to look for. But when we look for seven, really kind of look for that divine intervention and that aspect of tapping into that crown chakra. And this is really this again, the alchemical individual yeah. happened in seven steps. So that's yeah. what this is kind of alluding to. Yeah, a lot of
0: people uh misinterpret. I don't know if they misinterpret it, but they'll say God's number is seven. Right. You know, but it's really that divine connection. Right. That 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 process that you just talked about that we discussed over alchemy of just getting to that seventh
1: and it's, step. And it's, right. And then then that seven, 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 you add that up. Seven plus seven plus seven is twenty-one. 21 is 2 plus 1 is 3, so 3 goes back to the Trinity. Yep. Everything goes back to it, you know? And that's, again, why seven, seven, seven was seen as, like, the most lucky thing, because right. it's the Trinity in balance. Exactly. exactly. So I guess it is really lucky, right? Yeah. So, um, So it's great. So anytime we see 7s, anytime we see 6s, and again, like, where this is really going to make itself apparent is when they start going down the lineage of saying, like, this person lived for this long. And then they're going to say this person had these kids and they lived for this long. This person had these kids and they for lived for long. That's where this is really going to kind of start. Like you almost want to get like a notepad and just anytime they give you new numbers, what number? Like what did the numerology break down to? What did it break down to? And then kind of go back to this um, this kind of sheet sheet that we're going through and kind of see what are they alluding to here, um, and what kind of evolution is happening. So. Eight is a fascinating number in the occult as well. Of course, eight, when it's turned on its side, is the infinity. Very much represents the Ouroboros. And this is that rupture breaking away, um, the snake that eats its own tail. Um, And eight can also, not seen as like a a negative number, but kind of the understanding of almost destruction. Um, The idea of creation has to, to create, it must destroy. And um, I think that's kind of a meditation that we've all kind of taken on, um, for the time period that we find ourselves in. And, um, I think with the, just that understanding of that Oris Boris and that Alpha Omega, even after that divine intervention and you have the spiritual moment, you're quickly reminded though, that, you know, anything physical is going to die. Right, It's going to be pulled back to where it came from. Um, and I think that's really important that it, You kind of get the spiritual awakening and then it's right back to death to kind of just, just to remind you not only how important those first seven steps were, but one, you're not done. um, And two, there's something bigger happening here than just you. Right. Right. You know? So. um, Interesting. I didn't know that about um, the number eight in that regard. Right. And it's just, you can go forever. Yeah. It's the only one that you can trace, that you can just continuously go. Right, And that's... um, yeah, such, a, such an important aspect, and it's again with the flipping it on side and making affinity, um, but just a very deep aspect when it comes to even like bandishing and things like that. A lot of times eight is kind of pushing away. But one thing we do see with eight, and we see with the Ouroboros, um, and we see with this first emanation, and it's a great time to bring this up, that first emanation that is just that mist on the waters that they speak about, which was that mother energy that's carrying all of creation and all of consciousness within it. When it gets pushed by Saturn and almost extinguished, there's this like beauty thing that happens though, because it's the mother of everything. There's like this beauty that comes back to death because we die through the mother. Right. So that it's like the, you know, when they talk about Shiva in the Kali Yuga, you know, I created these words so I worlds, so I tend to destroy them, right, um, and when we talk about that aspect we there's a beauty that comes to that because one thing we forget about when we even think about the Kali yuga and the aspect of like people are like, oh, we're just gonna all die, and you're like, yeah, not so much, because the mother won't let Saturn take us, so there's this beauty of. Being birthed by the mother and also taken away by the mother. Like Saturn comes and like punches your card, but you don't go with Saturn. You go back to the mother. mother. Um, And that's kind of what eight's trying to kind of signify to you. So seven is like this divine intervention, this blessing of a number. Eight's kind of showing you death, but it's also showing you like, I'm not going to leave you in death. You're going to always be with me because you came from me. And you're not part of this world. You're not staying in this world. Like you're coming back to me. So even how we approach death, we don't we don't uh, really approach it with that thankful aspect of like, thank you for not leaving me here. Mm-hmm. Cause this place can be terrible sometimes, you know, it's just, and this is, it's impermanent. Like, thank you. I'm like very blessed to be uh, eternally endowed with creation that I get right. to go back and through that, you know? Um, so now depending on like where you kind of fall on like the ladder of souls, like, you know, it kind of depends on the work if you're gonna come back there like in your self-conscious understanding you know now, you know, but eventually the energy that makes up you will make it probably back there. Um but that's what it's gonna kind of represent. It's gonna represent like, yeah, it's death, but like do you wanna be left behind? Like, why wouldn't you come back from the source that was the greatest thing ever? Mm-hmm. You know, so like we're not leaving you. And that's what's really important in even like seeing the Cowboyuga and understanding this process, you're not getting left behind um, because it's continuing you on that process because you're more than just this five sense reality, right? Right. So, um, so eight's kind of be that number, and then
0: which is awesome. I, I love that you just said all of that because of what the lead up to nine is,
1: right? Because that's,
0: that's really cool, and nine is. Well, I mean, I'll I'll tell you what I know about nine. What I know about nine in regards to like being the highest frequency as far as how it vib- vibrates because of how it can be multiplied and divided. I'm not really sure if that's right. the, if that's the case, but I know that that's what I've known. Nine is my favorite number, so it's like it is I'm, your oh, favorite number. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was born on the nine. right. You so are I, a nine. I like I like nine. Um, but that's all I know. I just know about that vibration that it it can bring. Um, and the frequency of it that it brings. So I just didn't know if like
1: before that with eight I just like how you kind of set that up
0: but Mm -hmm. I could be completely wrong no you're
1: 100% right yeah and and nine is really going to be in the bible kind of represent again it's kind of that inversion of six so it's really taking that mark of the beast and really using it to create a higher creation so nine has always been kind of signified as the number of the complete man or the complete individual right so because you've kind of seen that divine intervention and now you've gone through death hmm. and you've overcome death. So now you've made it to nine. So now to face death, you gain wisdom because that's what really wisdom is. It's the understanding of death, right? So nine is going to represent their intellect, wisdom, consciousness, um, and intelligence. And it really is that number of, um, of man kind of, and it's a very powerful number. Like when we were adding up all the Kali Yugas, no, doesn't matter if there was four yugas in a in a time like the right. golden age three. When you added up the complete number of years and you did the numerology, they all added to nine. So nine is really just this like complete esoteric number for the individual, mm. kind of. So this is going to just really show intellect, wisdom. I mean, our first organization that we wanted to start it, it was a spiritual thing called Sun, Sun Nine, nine. Yeah. right? And we were utilizing that nine uh, influence there. So. So nine's going to be a very important part. So nine's really going to kind of show you have the divine intervention, you've been able to face death, and now you have this wisdom that comes from this, okay? And how important this wisdom is and how important this whole transformation of you going through these experiences to, quote-unquote, spiritually survive, mm-hmm. right? And this is what's going to kind of come down in Revelations later on when they say, you know, 1, 144,000 people are going yeah. to be saved, and there's people that literally think just 144,000 people are going to be saved. But no, it's one plus four plus four and then plus zero, zero, zero. Does one plus four plus four equals nine? The intelligence, the complete individual, the one that has actually climbed that wisdom, the one that has expanded their consciousness, they are going to survive because they're going to see that there's actually no death. Right. So they will survive. Um, that's who will be saved. It's never a a group of people where churches are going to be like, no, it's our it's our parish up here, and you know, East Kentucky, like we're going to be the 144,000, and there's another one that's like, no, it's going to be us, and like we'll do a head count. Maybe it could be both of our parishes, and they're like, we're under, we're good, and like we're all saved. Yeah, it's like it doesn't work that way. Right, right. Um, so this nine is plays such a huge role. So this is where we want to see. When we have, like, a big figure that has gone through some kind of completion, there's going to drop some kind of numbers where nine is going to make itself apparent, right? Um, And then we're going to have to kind of not just see where they drop the numbers, but also all the letters correspond with numbers, too. So that's, like, a whole step further. So really what we're kind of talking about here today is um, when they kind of just drop straight numbers. But then again, the letters all represent a number in a Hebrew language. so every word in the Bible can be broken down numerically like kind of with this numerological scale that again, we're just barely approaching what is enclosed in the Bible right but this is kind of a um, a new point. so um, so yeah, nine is always going to produce that nine is this that number of the complete individual, the sovereign self. it's really the the goal that we're probably all kind of striving to. Right. Right. And then, um, as we make our way to 10, which we kind of already spoke about is going to be that, um, oh, and again, I'm so sorry, but like the Trinity three times also gets you to nine. So, So the Trinity on the thought aspect, the Trinity on the emotion, the Trinity on the body. So the idea of always, as I think, so I feel, so I act on all realms of consciousness Always being in that balance gets you back to it. So 999 nine, nine if you really want the truth. 99 nine. Oh, Rancid. Nice Rancid drop there. You know, though, the guitarist Lars was really mean once to me when I was getting an autograph from him. So I was like really <laughs> upset with Rancid. Not like Pennywise. Pennywise was the best to us. Always. So man. good. And then got to give a shout out to Authority Zero because they were too nice to us. I just forever. saw him at the grocery store. And we exchanged,
0: Jason? We exchanged it. The lead singer of Authority Zero and I. And I went to the grocery store and I'm looking through. I never wear my headphones and I took my headphones to the grocery store just listening to music. And he looks at me and I look at him and I was like, You look like you're busy right now. I'm gonna let you be. But uh always the the nicest man. I actually I ran into him um complete side note from everything, but I ran into him in Flagstaff, the lead singer of Authority Zero. And this is a band that we used to listen to when we were younger but I used to see his father always taking pictures of him on the stage. Yeah, yeah. I think I might've told you that I was getting my, one of my tripods on layaway over here in Tempe. And finally when I got my tripod after paying it off for so many, I mean, it's such an expensive Italian tripod. And then finally when I got it, I was like, Oh, I can go pick it up now. And the guy goes, uh, Hey, it's yours now. And I was like, Oh, thanks. You know, I said, I'm just, he said, uh, hope it, I hope it gets you what you need. And I said, it will, because I just got a bigger camera that needs to be sustained by such a tripod. And he goes, hey, man, just keep keep working at whatever you do. He said, I always told my son to keep working at what he does. And uh, he's in Japan now on tour. And then just in that split second, I was like, your son is Jason DeVore. And he goes, my son is Jason DeVore. And I said, I've seen you take pictures of him since I was Forever. in eighth grade. And he's Forever. just like, what a small world. And I was uh, like, I just walked out of there. So anyways... I tried telling that story just to divorce to in a parking lot in flagstaff once and he was like running in the opposite direction as i was going in a different direction he had his guitar and i was like oh, i got the story about your dad and he goes what <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like never mind i'll find another time to see you and yeah just two days ago i ran into him at the store and i was like is this when i tell him the story and he just like is counting in his head like if he has the, the right amount of ingredients or something he's carrying i was like nope this isn't the Not right time yeah no.
1: so and funny well, shout out to those. those Side cool note cats. to our,
0: to all the bands that we we used to listen to and and still do when we were younger. But uh, yeah, back to ten. Back
1: to ten, right? And we go right back in as a little punk rock uh, culture break. Um, so ten completeness, start of a new cycle, right? And that's kind of what we're doing right here. So, um, and this is really amazing because this is the cause and the effect. Like when time, ten comes together, the zero and the one have reunited and that's like that's a really really powerful aspect because it almost is that 10 is that almost that binary code for creation and now that's come back together to give space for expanded creation mm-hmm. and what do you do when a 10 is approached you create space numerological space so you can actually approach a new creation which whether it be you know higher up the decimal but you can actually add 10 spaces right right so it's very much this this partial thing of creation and it's a portal to a whole new point of value right so 10 is a portal to a whole new point of value so if again if attention was utilized you can actually make expansion again attention like this idea is 10 is this portal to a whole new point of value esoterically speaking right um not only just numerology but just every aspect of it so again this is going to represent also order um because now you have the four elements plus six um the number six with man which is going to give you order but then you can also take divine intervention seven plus three with the trinity and it's going to give you 10 okay Eight plus two, this whole idea of the rupture, but with duality, with that's going to give you 10. So, even how I you get it. up to 10 is going to give you different variations, and that whole approach of making your way up to 10. Um, and uh, nine plus one. Right. Right. That's probably the one we're shooting for that intellect plus that God unity. Yep. It's going to get you that direct aspect to 10. Um, and like, even this to jump back into nine, you're right, because everything you put into nine, you get back. And that's what's so important. I forgot to. Express this, but like again, so interesting. Nine times two is eighteen. One, you take eighteen. One plus eight equals nine. Nine times like five is fifty-four. Fifty-four, five plus four equals nine, and nine. Nine is eighty-one. One and eight plus one is nine. Right, it works the same with the addition. Nine plus five is fourteen. Right, and then so you always get the other number back with this one. So nine plus five is fourteen. 14 is one plus four, it gets you five. So it gets you back to that five. Nine plus seven is 16. 16, one plus six gets you back to that seven. Right. So it's such an interesting number because it's like what you put into it plays off. So it's that whole intellect. It's just a very powerful number. Absolutely. Shoot back to 10 though, because that was just a little... That was no, just I a like little, it, man. Um, little, like little sidestep there. But 10 really is this whole new point of value system for us to approach life through so it's this completeness but it's also this ability to expand space um and quantify a new point of value and experience um 11 is going to be kind of it's 11 plays a very interesting role with two um because again it's going to be you and god um is that why it's the master number
0: I've heard it to be that, or like intuition, or like...
1: Intuition, yeah. I think when it comes to like intuition, it is um, the higher form of kind of duality, Mm. but this also can represent more growing pains with that relationship between you and God. Right. You know, because like, it's kind of like funny, but if you think of it like you and God, like almost on a talk show, and like just like the host, of who's God is interviewing you yeah. and God, like, you know what I mean? And like, you're saying what's so wrong about your life and God's just like not saying anything. Cause it's like, you can figure this out yourself. And then like the crowd is God and the crowd is you, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, right, right, right. it's like this whole drama we play with ourselves when we're just like hiding from the fact of what really we can do to fix our lives. Right. So we're just like, yeah. Yeah. And we're playing all the parts. Yeah. Yeah, which would be that would be a great scene to do a talk show. Absolutely. Where you're playing say. all the parts of the person, like the cameraman. Yep. You know everything. Um
0: a John Malkovich
1: effect. Yes, uh, that's exactly what they're kind of going for. So um so this eleven kind of represents like this new duality. Um and it could be, you know, pain from the established 10, kind of the order that kind of comes with 10. But it also can be, you know, a very expansion. Like this is where intuition is represented with that number 11. So you either took a, a step forward or you took a step back at this time. Or not so much a step back, but there's just more stuff you have to kind of pay attention to to kind of see. So like 11's, You gain insight from the mistake, but exactly. you gain the insight. Right, at least. Right, you know, like, the rebellion of heaven is gonna come in Genesis 11 with the building of the Tower of Babel. Mm-hmm. So this can also almost kind of just be like, you've gone through all these processes and, like, you still kind of feel challenges, so now you're kind of, rather than calling out to the consciousness for love and support, now you're kind of given that, like, why me? Right. Or me against the world kind of mentality. Um, which is which is a byproduct of the time we kind of confine ourselves in. So, um so, perfect. So, that's what 11 going to represent. It's going to be kind of a new variation of 2, a little step of 4. And then we get to 12, which is going to really represent um, perfection. And right. And um, again, we got the 12 constellations. We have 4 times 3 is equal to 12. Um, and 12 is really just going to be this, this completion and this perfection that kind of comes from really the proceeding, but again, it's it's such a powerful number because again, it's it's a represent of the Trinity with the four elements, right? Right? It's going to be four times three, so it's that that aspect of getting on a cycle on not only the spiritual, the mental, but also the physical, and and approaching realm, the realms of all life and complete coverage of all realms of life, which. The Zodiac represents. Exactly. And we talked about that in that, I forget what episode it was, but we like broke down like kind of the Zodiac, like a pie chart and mm-hmm. like made our way out in. But this is what it was talking about. It was utilizing those 12 essences to get a better expression of that one. one. And, and again, that's all we're doing. We're just fracturing out that one emanation and it's just multiplying itself. And that's how you do. You have to, you have to break it all the way apart and then you have to put it back together. And the process, when you break it apart more, you learn more about putting it back together. The more you put it back together, the better you are at breaking it apart. And that whole aspect of how numbers work is such a key to understanding these spiritual insights or these spiritual connections because it's it's kind of like right in front of us that we just, again, overlook. We don't look at these aspects very much. And I think we forget that creation has this outward process for the body And an inward purpose for the soul, and we only really kind of recognize, especially as we kind of get calcified, this outward process of the body creation. Mm -hmm. We see the creation of the material universe. Like you can't deny mathematics at all. Like there's no level of intelligence, even if you can't say like I don't understand it, but it fascinates me. But there's nobody who's just like ha, no, that's not the truth. You know what I mean? Like there's just so there's such this um, because again like numbers. We discovered numbers, we created languages, and that's um, or we were instructed languages. It's like a debatable thing. Yeah, but either way, we were we like discovered numbers. You know, like we didn't have we didn't utilize the number zero until after the Crusades. Like we didn't start the number line at zero; we started it at one until the Crusades. It was Islam that taught us about the number zero. And it just blew our freaking minds. Like, poof. like it was just like, <laughs> what? Like, I don't even think Pythagoras was fucking with zero. He I could have it. And we don't know so much about Pythagoras, right. but I don't even know if, and I could be wrong on that. And I know we've got some really seasoned individuals that will be like, Hey, you were so wrong on that. Or they might be like, Hey, for once in your life, Pawinski, you got one, right. You know? So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, but again, this this whole number 12 and one plus two goes back to three. So then we have, you know, Jesus three days in the tomb. We talked about Jonah and the well for three days. We're going to see all these aspects kind of coming together. Um, 40 days and 40 nights, right? 40 days plus 40 nights, four plus four gets you eight, which is that rupture, which is that destruction, mm-hmm. right? everything is going to kind of just make its way. So you just kind of have to start seeing these numbers. Right. Um and then you'll start seeing them everywhere, right? And we talk about, you know, you can get talking to people about like numerology and they can like a real numerologist person that's like breaking down the events of the days, looking at like the Super Bowl and the UFC, like I mean, whether these people have great validity is up, to, is up to date, but like is up to you, but just even, even if they're wrong, but they just how they break down numbers and that fascination that comes with it. I think we all can get a little bit more romance right. in our number life. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, it's I
0: would like that you said that in, in regards to what came first. Even right now, as we speak, if we were just you and I on some quest or place without a way to basically write down what comes next or what the plan is we start with numbers first when it comes to breaking down the order of like what we might need to do in the next few days or hours to get to where we need to get to and like that becomes the conversation more Mm -hmm. than anything else is the numbers of of all the things i just described again Mm -hmm. whether how much we have in ration or how much we have in time or Mm -hmm. how many days do we take off and and i feel like we always lean into numbers but we don't really necessarily um go digging deeper than just like what we know and how to use them for our own benefit to the limit that we have used them to. But in this case with the Bible, now that you've like done a pretty, and by the way, man, I really like how you broke down the 12 numbers. I really mean that because there's so much that you could do with each number and you can like go on and on and on, but it's a lot to like sort of put into one um, podcast. And I think you did wonderfully with that, man, because I think we're going to keep going here with Genesis, right? So we might as well have this, this, conversation now right before we continue on with all these verses and like what um what the numbers really mean and, and how the bible puts it down um kind of thick sometimes too they're just like hey like here it is right you know and if you don't know it it might pass right over mm-hmm. your head and i'm not really sure so well,
1: milk for babies meat for men and that right. was again that wasn't like just men like the, the manifestation of men but just the idea of like you have to be a strong individual to approach these understandings. Right. So um, that's what they were. That's what they were kind of indicating, and that's what we see through every spiritual school. Every spiritual school, there is some sort of dedication needed for the deeper secrets. You know, because like even like how we like even in the very beginning. We've been able to drop deeper secret or deeper information and more complex information as the podcast is going on because you need that like foundational information. But like none of this stuff like that was the thing like people used to be like worried about it getting out. But if you don't have enough information, you need so much like prerequisite information for some of this stuff. You know what I mean? Because if someone just starts, like, yelling at you about, like, Zodiacs and you're on the bus, you're going to be like, what is this? This is craziness. You know what I mean? Um, And, again, like, my family just thinks, like, they don't really know what I talk about on this thing. They're just like, I don't know what he does. Like, he does something. He goes over to Eduardo's, who we love. Like, we love Eddie, but we don't know what he does Interesting. Yeah.
0: One day I'll I'll drop by their house and and just have a one-on-one with them. Right. Just be like, this is all that I discuss with Daniel and too bad. You don't know enough about it. Cause <laughs> no,
1: I'd be like, let's just tell him that it's just like, Oh yeah. Daniel just comes over and makes deli salads and yells out the recipe. And we just video him. they be like, Oh, Daniel's got a cooking show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we should do a cooking show on the side. So if they ever yeah. like, this is
1: what you've been doing. Like, this is it. That would it's be like, fun. I would watch be a you. good background too for yeah. like, cause like whatever happens if like one of the other teachers come up to me at school, They'll just be like, hey, I heard you uh, think the end of the world's out. But, oh, my gosh. Like, what would I even do? Like, True. My whole whole little, that would be funny. So, yeah, we probably should make a little. We should.
0: Show. We'll just make a couple of videos of you uh, doing basics on grilled cheese sandwiches. Okay. I mean, you know, we'll just tell people, like, that's it. Just took that's off. That's it. He never got out of the grilled cheese game. He, he just, just stayed. He just kept it
1: cheesy. Yeah. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> it's um, cheesy. Keeping it cheesy. Um, uh, I'm sorry about that little tangent we just went on. That's what happens when they no, are looking in each other's eyes. <laughs> because, though, to make a
0: full circle back onto it is like you have to find the humor in the fact that even if you describe these things to people without the base understanding of what it is we even discuss or what our listeners want to even know more about or know more about than we do, you'll get nowhere. You, mm-hmm. you really won't get nowhere. But, a good thing to consider in the regards to ignorance of the understanding of a lot of these things is that you can reach people at the base level with numbers.
1: Yeah. No, I think it's a great introduction. You're hundred percent numbers and people are like, Oh
0: yeah, like yeah, I see what you're saying. And they could be an engineer and they're not at all having a spiritual conversation with them or wanting to receive you as someone who they can open up to. But through that, um, understanding that uh, that foundation that we're already born into, mm-hmm. it's kind of a uh, something to to base things off. If of. you do it with sports right away, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, the score was and the ranking is, and people are like, oh, that gives me a concept of mm-hmm. like what the hierarchy here is and why I should be vested into this. And it's kind of interesting, you know what I mean? I've seen you do that with people. Like, I don't really watch sports, never really cared, but Daniel like kind of always had like a toe in the water somehow and he would just like talk to people and then immediately I'm like, how did you just make friends with a bunch of people that I would think would not want to talk to us? And he's like, Oh dude, they're offering to buy us beers. Like I just told him that their team is for sure going to win in the finals <laughs> because based on numbers, this is how they're going so far. And they completely agreed with me. So uh, You know how you didn't know how we were going to eat dinner tonight? They just invited us over. I'm
1: like, oh, dude, all right. So numbers. Right? Yeah, it's so funny, man. I think I just, like, I think I watched so much sports growing up in Texas when I was a kid that I think I just, like, channel stuff. I think I spoke about it. But, like, I just, like, know weird stuff. Like, I haven't watched sports in forever. But, like... When I I own those restaurants and stuff, like I could always chat sports with people at the bar. Especially at the restaurants, people would come up to me, like my employees, and be, like, When do you have time? To like you're running around here like a madman. I'm like, I have no time in the world. I have no right. idea. Like I kind of just blacked out that conversation. But it looks like it went well.
0: Well, you're yeah. actually really quick at reading stats, stats back to numbers. And so I think mm-hmm. if you like gather enough information from stats, the stats pertain to the person and then all right. you say is, Oh, Pierce and I'm just making that name up for this season is Blake and Blank. and I was like how does he know all that and you're like I don't know but I'm yeah. like I think you just picked up the numbers fast enough right. to be like oh that guy's a worthy player Right. and then someone's like I just made friends with you I'm like how did
1: this friends. just happen
0: because I know nothing about the sports and the guy goes about that game I'm like
1: what how about game, that game?
0: they're like oh I'm just gonna keep to myself I'm like no
1: ask me something else <laughs> you want to talk about Spanish <laughs> <laughs> okay um, dude love it love cool, it numbers anything else you want to add in there um no i don't think so well we we will approach the seven days of creation next week and we'll just kind of keep on making down this genesis road cool man i'm so glad we were able to
0: like really i think this is a super important one for what's coming next to have that again that base understanding of where we're going with numbers i think that's awesome
1: right lots of love love cool cool
0: well uh Thank you again to our Patreon members. Thank you again to all our listeners and, you know, uh, and your patience with us just kind of having these open discussions uh, over the course of Genesis, which again, it's a lot and uh, we're doing our best to just continue studying away and putting our thoughts together for you to challenge us on. (laughs) (laughs) We love it. Cool, man. With that being said, anything else? I don't think so. Until next time then.
1: Until next time. Until next time.